Hey team, it's Mon, and this is How's Your Head, an extension of the health classes you missed where I check in with everyday people and ask that very simple question, how's your head? We'll open up the conversation, break down the stigma, and inspire you to check in with the people that you care about. Let's go. A quick disclaimer here, guys, no one in these episodes is a mental health professional. If you are struggling with your mental health, please contact Lifeline on 131114 today or seek help from your local GP or other mental health professional. Look after yourselves. Hi guys, welcome back to another How's Your Head episode. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening as always. As per usual, these episodes are just getting better and better and you guys are absolutely loving them. I was thinking about it the other day that I came up with this concept on a walk without any music and I never do that. And now I'm thinking geez, when's my next idea going to come? Maybe I need to go on another walk without some music. But I'm so glad that I got this going. Um, As I said, you guys are loving it. So thank you today. Surprise, surprise. I've got another, I should say producey, but it's also Clubby Sports now. So producey slash Clubby Sports team member. Sean, you're the creative director slash podcast king. (laughs) Podcast nuffy, maybe. Plus golf Champion, yep. Scra- uh, you were a scratch golfer at was, one point. Was, was at one point. So if, Early anyone, days. if anyone doesn't know what that means, that's basically that you get zero on a course, right? Like yeah. you're not anything over. Well, in a in a combined sense. Okay. So it's like the a com. Uh, I'm trying to say like it's like of your number of rounds in your handicap. If you okay. narrow that down and statistically, like you're bound to shoot even par. Okay. Yep. But you're yep. not always going to do that though. Cool. So if yep. anyone doesn't understand that. Don't worry. I only know what that means because I've got a partner who's absolutely golf obsessed. <laughs> it's very, it's very, uh, what am, what's the word I'm trying to say? Impressive. Thank it you. is very impressive in the yeah, golf world, cool. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool to be like, yeah, I was a scratch golf one time. Yeah. yeah I think yeah. It, maybe it's worth saying I was to oh, like, yeah. just, ca- like just get claim back it. There. Yeah. Just claim it. What are you, what are you now? Uh, 5.8. Oh, so you Close enough. Round yeah, down. In, Round yes down. Yes and no. The I ego mean. hurts a little bit. <laughs> All right, Sean, thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you for coming to have a chat with me. I really bloody appreciate it. How's your head? It's good. Thanks for having me. It was a very impressive intro, by the way. Oh, thank you. We don't you. really get that on the minis. Yeah, no, yeah. well, I don't run the minis. True. So it's like, uh, maybe well, we should- in a sense, you do if you're behind the decks. That's true, yeah. but maybe maybe should I write one up for Dill just to like hype us all up? I think so. He can maybe like copy that intro. Yeah, cool. I'll just copy it over. We'll just talk about you the whole time. We'll okay. just say, Sean, scratch golfer, yep. cool guy. Yep. Yeah, amp it up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my head's good. I think it's a busy time in the Clubby Sports office. We've obviously got our breakfast next Saturday, which is looming very, very quickly. Yes, very um, exciting. Busy with creative on that. I think it's been cool to like have a project that I've been able to see like from the start to finish in a creative sense. Like it'd be mm-hmm. good at the back end of it to probably look at it and go, like, you know, this is where we got to from what ideas. And I think next time it's probably like sitting back and going like, here's a creative deck for it and starting from a certain point. Whereas I think like, you know, naturally in a small business, we all work on the fly a little bit here, which yes. is good, which is a good thing in a way. It's fun, isn't yeah, it? 100%. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, cool. I love that. And I think it's really cool that like this is, and we were speaking about this just before, that this is like the first kind of thing that they've done here and we're all getting to be a part of it at this like very baby stage of yeah. clubby, of producey. Um, like of this business in general, I think that's really bloody cool. Yeah, um, 100%. Do you put a lot of emphasis on like how you feel mentally 
when you're doing well at work? Like, do, does that tie into each other quite a bit? Yeah, I think in design, there's like a enormous point of like, you always design better from a, a space of like a clear head space, which is not, not always easy to get to. And I think it's like things that I've learned from like other artists or graphic designers is always like pulling back at me. Like if you're stressed and you're trying to work on something, like it's probably not going to be the best result. Yeah. And it's kind of figuring out like what around that space, whether like for me, it's a gym or it's running now a little bit more, like how do you get to a clear head space and then make better work? Um, you know, like there's this artist that I'm obsessed with, Jeff McFetridge, and he has this day where he's like, you know, paints for these massive gallery shows and he'll go on a hike, he'll go fishing, he'll go do all these things. And he's like, sometimes those activities are like equally as important as the work because you're actually, you know, clearing your mind to make better work. So it's probably a roundabout answer to your question, but like, I think now, you know, being in an office, which is a bit more creative and a bit more like can be sporadic at times and you're a bit like crazy, but like, <laughs> I think that allows for a better headspace to be making better work. Okay, good. And obviously, like, you've been absolutely smashing it here. Um, and I think everyone everyone thinks that and everyone knows that because it's it's weird, like, to have something... I don't know if this is, like, so strange from someone who's not, like... I mean, I'm creative in the way of the podcast, but not, yeah. like, you've seen me draw, you know? You've seen me yeah. uh, try and do some but stuff on you. I mean, some you. of the best, like, creative directors probably couldn't draw a circle. You know, <laughs> like, direct, directing someone is, maybe like, another skill set. Yeah, maybe I should change my job. No, but I think it's, like... I think what you do is really cool because you can actually see the product at the end and yeah. like what you've done and then you can see the process and like I don't know I just think that's sick and now with all the merch and stuff yeah, yeah. very with your new hats very cool I know should we talk about my new hats you can talk about your new hats I'm my excited about your new hats wait hold on if anyone's watching this yeah. I'm gonna put my new hat on there we go nice little two-tone colour alright how many units are we selling 600 million okay, so if you're listening nice. to this we're about to we're get rich off these hats dollars. yeah yeah, yeah. Um, can't wait for that for for Clubby, that, that'd be great. <laughs> I'm just gonna make the business go up. I might. Can I get one? <laughs> you can okay. have this one if you want. Oh, sure. Um, no. Okay. So you mentioned there a little bit, gym yep. and running. We've yep. been uh, we've been on Run a couple clubby. runs yeah, together. Yeah. Run clubby. Yeah. We love it. You went on the weekend with the boys. That was yep. very cool. I uh, slept in, so quick <laughs> right. but that's fine. To be honest, I um I think the time was a bit loose. It was very so loose. I was, I was actually. I don't know, say like the smallest bit hungover on Sunday, but oh, just a couple a drinks couple? and then yep. I set an alarm and I was like, this run club is going to be between. So like, I, I figured Dill had fallen asleep on the couch to yep. be replying on the time. Yep. So I set an alarm for like seven, knowing that it's going to be somewhere from eight to nine and I'd be ready. Yeah. So, yeah. See, I set my alarm for 7.45. I woke up at 7.30 and then I saw the message being like, 8 a.m. And I live way too far away. From the town, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's in the city. I'm not going to make it. But that was fine. A little, yeah. bit, little bit sad, but that's okay. No, it's been um, good though. Because I've, I've ran sporadically throughout like my, like, I guess my training time period, but I've never really like gotten into running in the sense of like, we're going to do a marathon or a half marathon or something like that. Yeah. And I think it is nice to run with a crew because I've, really, I've never really done that before. And I think it's yeah. like... I mean, we did like 10K on Saturday, which I mean, in your, your running world, that's probably like a bit of a jog doing like marathons and stuff. <laughs> it but has like, to be at the moment or I'll Yeah, cry. <laughs> like to me, that was like, holy shit, that was a fucking long way. And yeah. then it was probably the last like two kilometers that I think maybe I would have probably stopped. But it's like when you're with the crew that's running, like I think Zach was like 500 meters ahead of Dill and Dill was probably like, you know, 500 meters ahead of me. But it's like everyone still kind of got there and got it done, which is very cool. That is cool. And yeah, shout out to Zach because he's probably the fittest person I've ever met in my life. Yeah, he's, that guy went to Europe and he was eating... God knows what. And then he was like, 15K run in the 40 degree heat in Greece. And I was like, how the hell? That's sick. <laughs> Who goes to Europe and runs? But anyway, cool guy. Um, You know, very fit, very cool. Very smart guy. So running, is this something that you reckon you've done? Like I know exercise is a big thing for you. Um, Is that like the, one of the only things you do for your mental health? What impact does that have for you for your mental health? 
Yeah, I think for me, running's probably the new part. Like gym is one of the major things for me that I've probably done, I'd say consistently for at least the last maybe five years. Um, I mean, growing up for me, it was always golf, um, which is like people know it's probably not the most like athletic sport. Like there is obviously athletic elements behind it and there's walking and everything around it. But like I never really did anything that was like strength and conditioning or physical in that sense. Like I played footy when I was little, basketball and stuff. But when I got into the gym, it was like finally something I was like, oh, I'm like really doing something that's in a fitness sense. And like, I just, I mean, I love the gym. People like hate it or love it but it's like for me it's just been this one constant that I've always had I guess I think that's really interesting too is like I don't know why but you expect everyone to have been like really involved in like a sport like basketball or footy or something growing up and when I met you and you were like no I've just played golf and like I mean, from someone who had no interest in golf until my partner started getting really involved with it, right, which has literally only been in the last year, Yeah, I was like, did kids play golf? Like, that's so random. I almost want to say no, though. Yeah. Like, I think when, you, when I was growing up, like, I mean, I played footy until I was like 11 or 12, basketball probably a little bit later, and mm. definitely had that, like, team sport element. But for me, it was like... I knew like I was never really that into footy. So it's like yeah. golf was this thing that like my mum's side of the family's got a few people that are like my grand uncle was a pro golfer. My grandpa was an incredibly talented amateur and you know, a number of people that were good at golf. And I was probably getting pushed to be like, oh not push is probably the wrong word, but like playing golf on a Sunday became more of a thing where it was like driving a footy was or it was driving to golf. And I think yeah. it was like, you know, you had parents and stuff where like we'd rather drive to golf than drive to footy. Yeah. And it was like I remember one day it was like, What do you want to do? And I was like, oh, I just wanna play golf. I just wanna play golf yeah. all the time. That's cool. And do you think that like Say that was pulled away from you and you couldn't play golf and you couldn't go to gym. Do you reckon that would be something that would really impact your mental health? Yeah, I think for sure. I think gym's a really interesting one because I find if I've ever had like, you know, I feel like I've been consistent for at least four to five years in training. But it's like, you know, if I have a week where I'm sick or something, like I do feel a bit out of whack. And I think that's maybe whether that's like the, the... maybe the bad end of a, a good habit in a sense where it's like if you take that away like what's your structure or anything looking like but mm. yeah I do for sure and I think it's like there's times where oh, I mean I've probably gone away from golf because I got into like surfing free and I was obsessed with surfing and I completely suck at it but like cool. I actually realized like I was Love missing surfing. golf because I was missing the club in a sense and I'm yeah. really lucky where I play with like Metropolitan which is like a very nice golf force and club but it's like you know, like I miss the club as well as like friends there. So like to answer your question, like absolutely, I think it would. Mm. I think that's important too, like that sense of community. Yeah. And I think people do think about golf and think it's like an isolated sport, but it's not. Like no. you're going around, yeah. you're walking with people, you're having a chat. It's, and like you said, there's a club there. Like you've actually got a full community like anywhere else in yeah, any yeah. other sport. And gym can be like yeah, that yeah. too. Is gym like that for you? Like do you- More now than probably yeah. what it was before. Like I used okay. to, for a number of years, I would train on my own, like headphones in, stints of training with like a um, a friend of mine whose older brother was a strength and conditioning coach where I really got into doing all this stuff. Yeah. Um, and then would train probably solo and then train with a good friend for a little bit, Benny. Um, then he moved, I moved, and then it was like back to training on my own again. And then just recently, I've been training my good friend Coop, so I've sort of got him into the gym over like the last probably like six month period. So I feel like I'm borderline a bit of like a, in a fun way like a PT or like a, <laughs> like a fake PT. It's all your like, mates PT. Yeah, so that's <laughs> probably that. a bit of a change as well, getting used to training with someone. But I think it's just like either way, I'm fine. Like I, I think I could train on my own, I could train with a friend. But I think like the friend part's great because you get that extra accountability. So it's mm. like if you say you're there at six, and like I'm there at six oh three always, like I'm always like three minutes late. Yeah, like that's more that like fuck. I'm actually late versus mm. like if you're on your own like it doesn't matter yeah that is actually a really good point yeah that is a really good point because it's like it actually makes you i know I, like from an accountability sense yes like yeah i have to go but actually that you're on a time crunch yeah. and like it's like no i have to be there yeah. by 6 a.m i think that's yeah that's really important i'll never forget one time i was at uni and i was with my one of my mates and we we're going to f45 yeah 
Classic, right? Yeah. Classic. Which I've never done, which I've always been half uh, intrigued by a class in yeah, Rhyme, but I've wouldn't. never, yeah. I didn't love it. I only did like a free month. And People then, do love it though. Yeah. I just think like the social the, side as well. The, exactly. Yeah. Like that's really cool. I think if you already know how to do exercise though, it's like, uh, just go with your mates. Yeah. You know, like save you money. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I'm not trying to bag at 45. Nah, nah. This wasn't for me. <laughs> no but free ads. We were going at like five. I think the, the classes are like 5.15 or something. So I'd gotten up so early and I got to her house and I was calling her like 90 times. and To wake up. She didn't wake up. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, my God. And I remember her feeling so bad about it. And I was yeah, like, yeah. you let me down. Yeah. And that's like such a thing, isn't What's it? That you're like, well. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's interesting though because they're also like, I think – the training class vibe and like training with friends like should never deter someone from being like I'm just going on my own if that's your vibe because like half the time I'd, I'd love going on my own it's mm. like I just blast headphones incredibly in. loud rap music that yep. I you know and stuff like that and like really get a session done but it is you know it, the best of both worlds right yeah and I think that's that's the thing with exercises I spoke to Will about this and he was like there's actually no right way to do it yep. like, there's no right or wrong way if it just means going and kicking the footy with your mates yeah, or sure. going and playing golf or going to gym and smashing yeah, things yeah. out on your own like it it actually doesn't matter it's whatever you want to do yeah. i know even people like just dance at home and it's like that actually is exercise like, yeah 100 <laughs> you move yeah, your yeah. body it, it, like that is as simple as it needs to be love that Agreed. um all right i want to know some relationships that you're really grateful for yeah um so i think i made some notes on this like predominantly like i'd say my mum my brother enormously um yeah. love my mum to bits like she's you know my everything in a lot of different ways and then uh-huh. my older brother um you know which i've been kind of always close with but i think over the last little time period like more and more close and then yeah close friends as well that have obviously keep you pretty grounded yeah yeah shout out to your mum nikki yeah because um, tell me tell me off it yeah, Sean was a I bit mean to me. Yeah, well, I'm going to bring it I up. I apologize. <laughs> you actually don't need to say sorry. I don't know why I said it. I know. Well, you've never been that mean to me. No. And we're in the office. I'm not going to say what you said. Yeah. It was on the mini last week for Dylan Friends. But yeah, uh, yeah you just, you, you called me a name and I, I really, I, I've let you know and I, I haven't dropped it yet. Yeah. It's been a week. And I, I thought still the hats have... might like simmer a little bit. Yeah, true. You did get that. Okay. You got the hat. Yeah, I forgive you. Actually, Thank you. Thank you. I do. I'll, I'll yeah. put it on the record that I, yeah, I do yeah. forgive you. I think sometimes, you know, the banter gets a bit astray and you kind of forget <laughs> that. Yeah. You get carried away. You do. That's all right. I, I fire some shots back, so it's, no, it's, it's good. all good. Um, no, I really like that. And I think the importance of family and community circles and, and things like that. Are your mates... This is interesting, right? Because I, I love talking to people on here that I don't know that much about. And obviously, yeah. I know you in the office. Yeah, yeah. But like, it's not like we know each other that well outside yeah, of here. Yeah, sure. Um, like, are your mates your school friends? Are they people you've met later on in life? Like, who are your, like, best friends? So, I'd say, like, my best friends mainly probably from golf. Um, like, okay. I do see, I'd say a small hand few people from school. But I think me growing up in school, it was like my weekends were always at the golf club. Mm. So, I think when I was like hanging out with friends, it was less about probably people at school than it was more about like knowing that I was like, because golf's very structured in a sense. It's like, I'm going to go play 18 holes with three friends for four and a half hours. And like, I was probably like closer with friends from golf and then always like on the weekend seeing them. Like, I definitely had like close school friends, but it wasn't as much like... I personally never really had that, like, you know, you finish school and it's the same crew and then you see the same crew five years later and 10 years yeah. later and your mates from school. Like, you know, I'd say there's probably like two people in particular that I, I see with, like see from school now and that's probably not like as close as what it is. So, it's like golf was a really cool way growing up because it's like you kind of had friends everywhere. So, I feel like I've got friends like all around Melbourne, but it's like because they're, you know, golf is from this area, golf is from that area and everyone kind of like moves around. And then now it's even like, you know, two of my really close friends are from uni as well that I met, which were just on the same wavelength. So probably a combination of a few people that I'd known since I was younger, but then probably more like friends I've met along the journey. Yeah, that's cool. I think that's interesting too is like some people do keep their friends from high school literally forever. I'm a bit like you where I've still got 
friends from high school, but my closest mates are not probably the ones that I did yeah. go to school with anymore, right? Yeah, yeah. And it, it's weird, adult friendships like that. Yeah, and I yeah. feel like golf is something where you would like continue making friends. Like, have you still made new mates yeah. through golf? Like, I to think this I day? think so for sure. And it's like now I've noticed as well, like friends that I've got. You know, I kind of think of it in a weird way. It's like like close friends from golf, like a few from school, like in the design world, I've got friends as well. So it's kind of yeah. like, I feel like I've got sort of friends. I'm not saying we've got fucking all the mates in the world, but like, you know, like friends in all these different circles. But it's I also like that it is like friends in different worlds a little bit. Like when I was growing up, mm. it was like, you know, like I did a bit of like graffiti and stuff and so I got into art and all this kind of world. But it was <laughs> yeah. like, I had like the friends that were like, you know, the kids at school doing graffiti and stuff. And then I had my girlfriend. So it's kind mm. of like, in these weird circles of like and I kind of like looking back like it's it was kind of really cool because I had you know friends who were doing like you know graffiti and, and bad stuff and then I had like my my girlfriends and I had kind of had this world that was like very crossed over but like yeah. probably shouldn't have been that is interesting isn't it because golf is to its core very um like high class right yeah, like I, it's yeah and, and to, not to, yeah for sure I, like the base of it yeah. like you think of golf you think of rich white old men yeah naturally the stereotype probably sits there i think now yeah. with like golf's moving to a point where it is like breaking down those barriers and you're yeah. getting like you know golf streetwear companies and it's like go play in a team it's comfortable and you can carry a cool bag and all that stuff and i've probably it's cool to see because i've like i've known golf for a long time and now it's yeah. like the golf boom is like hasn't settled and it's cool like even like your partner right? like he's gone into mm. golf and there's probably things that he finds cool about golf that he never thought he would like yeah. like i've got girlfriends and they probably know like we got bullied in school for playing golf because it yeah. wasn't like you weren't playing footy you weren't playing basketball like it was still a bit of a joke then and like the irony is like some of those kids that would you know give you shit for playing golf and now the ones that go like let's go play and you're yeah, like they're like i wish know. i was a scratch golf for like sean yeah, no not even like that but you kind of just like you know like you know like i can let that you know bygones be guy let that yeah. slide but it's still funny that it's like man remember that time you like yeah, you my golf club out of the window? yeah yeah isn't that funny it's that's just funny how like the world works and, it, and yeah, things go sure. around like that and i think it is really cool that it's coming up as this thing that is for, more for young people and stuff now but i think that difference between like you being young and that being like something that you did on the weekends but then what you were graffitiing yeah, nothing, during the nothing week nothing too crazy yeah yeah, yeah. but, but Wait, that was kind of like my did you do graffiti trains and stuff no never that hardcore oh, okay, yeah, yeah cool i so, said there was like little bits and bobs but that was kind of my like like my mum, she has a degree in fine art and she did gallery shows when i was younger and stuff oh, so wow. i've kind of always had that growing yeah. up being in like art and always like heavily encouraged and i think like there's always a joke that like, graphic designers are the kids that just never stop drawing well that's and like, that kind of what it really kind of is exactly but like what it is. <laughs> i think for me <laughs> it was that. like i saw like I probably saw graffiti and then you start seeing letters and characters and stuff and then you're always kind of like practicing it and I think that's where like my illustration like purely comes from that so it's yeah. like you're painting characters and you're learning how to do characters and what you're doing and like you just kind of keep going and then it's like oh you find things like Photoshop and Illustrator and stuff and then you realize like oh I can get paid for this yeah which is sick and like yeah. your stuff is so cool thank you what's your Instagram just just plug SD it. Workshop SD yeah. Workshop which it's only called Workshop because I couldn't think of a better name than Studio <laughs> well that's fine it's yeah. a cool name um, I I think that's that's really cool and i love that that's something that's come from your mom as well yeah. like you've grown up around someone who is that creative and in that space and yeah. you've been able to then find your own kind of flow with it and, yeah. and find your thing and then now do it as living yeah like, which that's is cool because i think like does she love that is she just yeah, like she so does. stoked i think it's cool because like we joke that she's like my like artistic director because like yeah so she's very like so sweet. incredibly talented in like drawing of like forms and movement and stuff and like i'll show her something she'll be like oh it's flat and I'll be like, fuck, I know that's true. Damn so it's kind of like, yeah. And then it's like, we've got all these like drawing books, which is like movement and form and stuff. So it's like, I always know like that's probably like the feedback that you kind of need. Like I think graphic yeah. designers, you need like 
other graphic designers in your corner to be like, not always like, yes, man, like, yeah, that looks sick or that looks, you know, fire dude or whatever, but it's like, yeah. no, like this might be for that reason. Or like, you, you've always got to have those people to go like, just give me your like true thoughts on what this is like we, and we can get better from there. Yeah, I think that's really special that you've got that relationship with your mum too. Yeah, for like, sure. I think that's really, really cool. Because I feel like a lot of people, not this is such a generalisation, but people growing up don't want to be like their parents. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, especially when you're a teenager, you're like, oh, I'm not going to do what my mum or dad does. Yeah, or I'm yeah. not going to like, I'm going to go do something else, blah, blah, blah. And I think it's really cool that like, what does your brother do? So he works in logistics. He's a logistics manager. Okay, so he's yeah. not in the, the artsy world. No, he did. Yeah. He does. He does photography though, which is pretty cool. Okay, like so he's, he's kind of creative yeah, in that way. Like he's big. I'd say he's big in the car world, but like that's kind of his world where it's like all like you no know, skylines and custom cars and okay. everything. So he it takes photos of his cars. Yes. Yeah. Which I think yep, is yep. still like very like an incredible endeavor a in what he percent. does. Yeah. Yeah. And some people take the sickest photos. Of yeah. It. And like I, as someone who could not give less of a shit about a car. Yeah. Like cool yeah cool vibes well that's interesting cool right? because at. like yeah like i'll like i'll stress over like a hoodie or a pair of jeans and like yeah. this is an outfit where it's like he'll look at my car and be like i wouldn't drive that yeah. but i'll be like he wouldn't wear what i'm wearing so it's kind of yeah. like you know works both ways it's funny isn't it it's like that's the thing with being artistic and creative it's like so individual and so in your yeah, own 100%. way and i think that that's really really cool love that um so on the topic of friendships do you feel like you when things are hard or things are rough for you you feel supported in your friendships Yes, for sure. Yeah. And I think that's like, I mean, it's a, it's a tricky question that like, I don't really like think about that question, right? But I do know that I've got like enough people around me where it's like, it is support in the, in the way of like, you know, when shitty things happen, you can go to someone or like, at least like, you know, the golf club for me as well is like enormous one. So like, you can always go yeah. to, like, you're feeling a bit down or whatever. Like you go to the golf club on the weekend and you're kind of like surrounded by people or like you got four hours with your mates to go and like talk. And it's this funny thing for me because like golf you know like when you played at like i want to say like an elite level but like somewhere like a high level a high level of like amateur golf yeah like i still put a lot of like pressure on my own golf to like play well and i think it's always funny when like the zeitgeist now of like oh golf's this super like relaxing thing you go and do and it's like i sit back and go like fuck it still drives me like does yeah, nuts when head, i don't play like, competitive, well competitive, but, competitive. yeah in saying that it's still <laughs> yeah. this like beautiful thing of like four hours with friends like whether you want to be like open or vulnerable or not but it's like you can still get out there and be like you know feel better well, it's the opportunities there, yeah. right? Which I, I've spoken about this a million times on here as well, is that I think golf being a thing that's coming up and being really popular is so important for men in particular because it takes away from that, like, going to the pub, gambling, drinking, whatever else, and not, like, I mean, that could be the space that you're talking about your feelings, but yeah. it's not the healthiest way to do it, right? Yeah, 100%. And that's okay if that's, like, something that you want to do every now and again and that's what helps you, like, of course. Um, but I think it's really cool that golf is outside in nature, in fresh air. Yeah. You're walking around, you're spending quality time with your friends for yeah, four for and a sure. half hours. I think that's sick. Do you find that like because of growing up in that environment, do you find it quite easy to then talk about your feelings and the way that you feel with your mates? Like, or is that something that you still kind of struggle with? I think with? it's an interesting one because I still say like I'm not amazing at it. And mm. I think that's in like, you know, there's certain friends that you would be more comfortable talking about things with and like, yeah. you know, whether you're the type of person to be like putting it out on social media or not. Like we were even chatting before, like my story is a little bit interesting where like, you know, like I unfortunately lost my dad like a few years ago and that's something that I'm not probably like super open about in terms of like a social media sense. But like mm. there's close friends that I can talk to that about and, you know, a number of years where it was at a very difficult relationship and that's where you know i'd say people i've met in the last three to four years probably wouldn't even know about that because it's not something that i would be kind of like openly expressing because that is a part that i was sort of like kind of growing through but also like not it sounds strange but like not as much as a part of me that i'll be expressing consistently whereas yeah. i'm sort of just going doing all these things and that's not something that i'm always like drawing back to in a way mm. Yeah, that's interesting. I'm glad that you've got like you feel like you've got people that support you. I think that that is really really important. 
especially when something so big like yeah, losing a parent sure. happens because I mean I was, was speaking about this as well just to you before that yeah. Stratos went through a very similar yeah. thing last year and it is just like which is crazy right because I mean I met Stratos once he's a good guy and like yeah. we just went out for drinks and stuff and you're like yeah. based on his character and the way he acts and you know like everything like that like you'd have no idea and no. I think that's the biggest thing like what I've even learned from like Dylan in the short term as well is like there's you know things in his life and stuff and he's you know incredibly good at getting vulnerable and stuff but it was even mm. this talking to the process of like getting used to being vulnerable it's not always yeah. like you just have to like dive head first and like you know put everything out in the world but it's like little bits and bobs over time which I've probably learned more in like the short term a little bit to do a bit more and like be yeah. a bit more open it's still like I'm probably not amazing at it but yeah I don't know I think it still is hard for guys like as much as there's like you know your passport your passport the pass- passport podcast <laughs> is, passport. is great passport is like good because it's encouraging I feel like there's a lot of like men's mental health podcasts but I think it still is that onus on the individual to kind of like take gradual steps to get better at it I think because there's you know yeah. like I there's certain podcasts I've listened to where I go like fuck like I've learned so much from this person and they probably don't even realize like them telling a small story has made that change or like has affected someone else's life so like you yeah. know me saying that which people might be like oh this is sick you know all this cool stuff and it's like oh but like something really shitty happened as well and it's like that's yeah. kind of just life in a way. Yeah, you actually just don't know what people have gone through and are going through. And I think something that big as well, like losing a parent, is one of those things where it's like, well, it's not you're not going to walk up to someone and say, hi, I'm Sean and I lost my dad three years no, ago. But like it is still yeah. something that probably is, you know, like it's something that you think about and something that has been so defining in yeah, your yeah. life. And I think that's really interesting when there's, when you are making new relationships as well. And it's like learning when to break those walls down yeah, yeah. sort of thing and, sure. and talk about it. And like, you know, even us sitting down here today and having a chat and like we were having a good chat before this and being able to be like, oh, you know, you know, my partner went through something similar yeah, and like yeah. we were talking about your mum and everything and yeah. like we probably would never have yeah, had that yeah. conversation. Oh, like well no, down sure. the road, yeah, right? Yeah. Now we've been able to have that conversation and be like, oh, there's actually like a connection between you and my partner now yeah, where, yeah. I don't know, not that no, like, you guys know sure. each other, but like, like it's yeah. like if something was to, to come up and there's someone that you can be like, oh, I'd like, I get that and I yeah, know yeah. what you're feeling and like blah, 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 which yeah. I think is is really cool. And I think that's the the benefit of talking and not necessarily, like you said, just dumping everything on the yeah, table yeah. at once and, and making sure you feel comfortable enough to actually sit and talk about it. But yeah. the benefit in being open about feelings and things yeah, going yeah. on because when that so many people will be able to be like hey i get it and i've also been through something similar or blah 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 i think that was really evident i spoke to zach on here who's also from producing and clubby sports and he was speaking about a miscarriage and going through a miscarriage and he said you know before it i didn't think anyone had gone through it and then Mm. as soon as they were open about it so many people were like oh we went through this or we went through that or blah 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 and it's just crazy how yeah. much connection you can build through that, which yep. is, yeah, so important. Do you feel like you are you are getting better at like kind of getting to the point where you're able to be a little bit more vulnerable? I think so for sure. And I think whether, yeah, I think the cool part about this job as well is like I never like sat back and went like, oh, I'm going to be a podcaster now. But it's like all <laughs> of a sudden like you're in this world of like getting used to, you know, talking, being comfortable. And I think it's like what I've found enormously was like starting this role, I was like, I just want to be like authentically myself. Because mm. in my previous role, like it was an amazing company, amazing job, but I still felt like it wasn't really Sean. Like, yes, yeah. I'm like, I'm, you know, friendly and stuff. And like, I think I'm a nice guy for the most part, but like- <laughs> Oh, sometimes. 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 <laughs> I'm um, But I still felt like, yeah, like I was probably holding back a little bit. Um, mm. And now it's like, yeah, like this is more- you know, me, like whether that's like dressing the way you want to work and stuff, which I think is like a very like oddly important thing sometimes, or is you not really like in a uniform or something like that. 
Yeah, well, you get to express yourself a bit more. And I think that's genuinely a testament to the environment that we're in here as well. Because I have also just in general struggled with being like a little bit too much around people and making sure that I'm like toning it down a little bit sometimes. And I feel like- it's fun though, like then you're just being yourself. Yeah, right. But that's the thing. Like I feel like in here, I haven't really ever felt like I needed to do that. And I think that is because everyone else in here is very much themselves. And it's just like, oh, well- you're, you are just accepted yeah, yeah. kind of for who you are and I think that's a really cool part and you mentioned Dill before being very vulnerable and yeah. I think being around people like him or who are so themselves and yeah, just like yeah. don't even have the ability to be anyone yeah. else I think it's so refreshing and really cool and that rubs up off yeah. on other people I, I think it does for sure and then you even notice like you know it's been cool like I mean I met Will like you know say like we love six Will. eight weeks ago and I've just yep. noticed he's like even just like his swag stepped up because he's, he's getting <laughs> his like, fun, getting all this shit. Like, <laughs> he's rocking this little like pearl necklace and stuff. And I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Like, do your thing. Like, that's yeah. it's cool to see. No, it is. It's really fun. I think, yeah. It's good to be able to, I guess, go to a place three times a week for you yeah, and yeah. be like, hey, I feel like really good about being here and I feel yeah, like for I can sure. be myself and I'm going to keep growing in that way. I think that's yeah. really cool. Um, on that note of like growth, advice for your 18-year-old self, what would yeah. it be? I did. I'm going to check my notes real million quick. Million um, Check your notes. I wrote a couple things down. We love the uh, the preparation. Which I think this it. was a really good question, by the way. Um, Thank you. One thing I had was like something that I've learned, I'd probably say in the last like year massively is like small little steps compound over time. And whether that's yes. a quote or not that I've just butchered, but I think it's like knowing that like if I could go back to when I was like 21, 22, and it's like, if you were to say like, all right, you're going to do this one little thing like a couple times a day mm. for a week, for a month, and then all of a sudden do that for seven years, like you have no idea where that can go. Yeah. Like I always think it's like a business idea from what I've learned and like observed is like a three-year time period of like sticking at something. Like obviously your podcast, like how long have you been doing this for? Just over two years now. Yeah. Which yeah. is like, you know, I, I've read a stat that it's like most podcasts don't get past three episodes. So now yeah. it's like you have this legitimate podcast. You've gone, well, in another year, where's this going to be? And I think it's like it's we look at clubbing and go like, this is, you know, this is month one to some degree. And it's like, where could this be in three years? So mm. I guess in like a roundabout answer, it's like something like the gym, right? Like I get friends ask like, oh, like how do you grow in the gym? Or like how do you do certain things in the gym? And it's like there's nothing more to it than like you just do it for a long period of time consistently. Just keep rocking yeah. up. Yeah, I think that's really cool. Like making sure that you, or having that mindset. I think when you're young in particular, you, which I mean, I say when you're young, but I am also a little bit guilty of this now, is you want things all at once. Yeah, and, that, and you, that's extremely important, right? You think yeah. it's like that. And I think we're maybe like in a good way, a little bit older than the generation that is like pure instant gratification, but I mm-hmm. still think like we do have those elements. Like I think in design, you can get so caught up for like any graphic designer might know this, but it's like you want to finish a job, you want to put that job on Instagram, you want people to tell you it looks sick and then you want the next job to come from it. But sometimes you can do a job and it's like, you know, like I work in clothing a lot. So it's like you could do a graphic and that's not out for nine months. Yeah. So you've got to figure it's out how to separate game. yourself from that and know like <laughs> yep. I'm going to get that little buzz. I'm going to get that little dopamine hit from like the Instagram stuff in that nine month period. So it's kind of always like scaling back and seeing it in the long term a little bit and just knowing like, you know, you don't have to smash yourself every time in the gym and max out and get a new PR, but it's like, yeah. Just knowing that it's like little steps, you know, compound. Yeah, I love it. I love that. And I think that's really cool. Like even looking at you starting here, how long have you been here for now? Like two months? Two months, yeah. Yeah, and right, you're already on Tee It Up, which is another podcast, which you're yeah. like- The best golf, park, go- golf the, podcast in the world. <laughs> the, guess, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the best golf podcast in the world, yeah. if anyone is interested, Tee It Up. Um Yeah, that's like, that's so cool. Yeah, for, Would you which, have yeah, thought like no. literally four months ago, like oh, I'm going to be on a- podcast about golf yeah. in four months it's like well, probably not not, right? not at all right it's like i i go back to this one conversation that i had with one of my close friends mav and 
I knew that I wanted to take the job and I think it was like just that little scariness of going like you leave me a corporate company, you know it's safe, you know there's a wage there, you know it's good money. But then you're like, I really, really want to do this over here. And you've kind of got to take like naturally a bit of a pay cut to go and do that. Like not, nothing drastic by any means, but it's like you are leaving that secure edge of knowing like now I'm in a role that will, you know, ideally me and Dill have discussed like the idea of working full time and stuff like that in the role. But it's like three days a week is creative director. And then it's like freelancing the rest. And freelance is like a whole other beast in and of itself. Scary, and learning how to right? navigate and like get yep. clients and get paid and follow up on invoices and stuff. But I was shouting to Mav and he was like, dude, like, what are you worried about? Like the the opportunity cost of saying no is so much greater than what you're going to lose in terms of like financial income. And he's like, you don't know where you'll be in this room of like who comes up the stairs and who you meet and all these different things is going to like quickly just like, you know, antiquate over the fact that you might be like, you know, five grand short than what you might have been or something like that. And, that, mm. and that's what I think I've found where it's like, you know, I've had friends like come up to me and not even trying to like boost my own boots, but like in the last month, like people that I haven't seen in a two month window being like, dude, you're killing it. Yeah. And like, you know, I, I drove past a friend this morning, like Charlie is a good guy. And like he yelled out the window of the car, bro, you're killing it. And I was like, like, I, I like, feel yeah, like it's I sick and I feel like I'm doing well, but it's like yeah. that being said numerous times, yeah. I'm like, but if I didn't say yes, like would have that been the same vibe? Like, Yeah. Well, it's, that's the thing with opportunity, right? It is so scary and I feel that so much because I've been similar to you where if you told me this time last year, hey, you're going to be part-time at school going into less than that next year. Yeah. Like it's – and you're going to be podcasting. You're actually going to be working this year. Like yeah. it's such a weird thing and all it takes for you to, is to say yes to one yeah. little thing. Life's crazy And make one way. decision and then all of a sudden you're in this space where you're like, fuck, this is sick. And something that I've learned massively is that the money will come one way or another and yeah, it's actually more sure. about just enjoying what you're doing yeah. and like being happy with what you're doing yeah. and obviously that, like that's easy to say when you're in a position where you know like i'm very lucky to be living where i'm living and yeah. and have the savings that i have and blah, blah 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 and the support that i've got around me but i think yeah if anyone's listening and has that opportunity to make that decision and they can and it's gonna yeah. you know be really scary yeah. and maybe and, uh, feel like a step yeah. backwards but it's actually 10 steps forwards yeah. and you just don't know it yet and, and that's I think the thing that's I, cool. like the scariness is like natural and i mm. think it's like for anyone that's in that space of going like you know am i going to take this jump i'm going to follow a passion or something like that like i mean instantly i'm going to say go and do it right because like yeah. i did it and it's like this is the best result that you could have been and you know, like going forward, I know it's like only just going to be like a new things that keep popping up and stuff. And like the brands, I think we're lucky as well because we're in a business where brands want to work with us. Yeah. So it's like, you know, we're doing this run club and the idea is like to work with Lululemon on kits and stuff, which, you know, like that's kind of crazy because you're like, all right, like, you know, I'm sitting back going like I'm working for a number of clients, like clients that I really love working for and like good names and stuff. But then it's like, oh, you're working with Lululemon now. Yes. So it's like all of a sudden it's like <laughs> in this two month window you know you've kind of just like stepped above into this next world and like the, the best thing i love is like i'm emailing like you know like the team at lulu being like like i'm the creative director of this company speaking to their like senior director and stuff and yeah. it's like you know i don't know whether it's, it's a fluffy title or not cool. but it's fun like, yeah oh, hello this is me yeah. put my uh put my signature on it thank you so much 100%. i think that's the whole like and this is so cliche and so one of those things but like getting out of your comfort zone is never going to be a bad thing like no ever. for sure ever in your life is that going to be a bad thing and in fact i feel like you need to do that every every six months and yeah. not to say like quit your job and find something else every no, six months I agree, right? but do yeah. something that makes you feel uncomfortable because yeah. it's yeah you you genuinely don't grow otherwise and i think yeah pretty cool very cool to to see you come in here and like just absolutely kill it yeah i'm gonna you. say it to you too you're killing it yeah. <laughs> thank you <laughs> all right final question yeah song and or songs 
that get you up and about when you're feeling down. Imagine one day you can't go play golf. There's a storm. Yeah. You were, you were supposed to go play with your mates. There's yeah, a storm. Yeah. You're stuck inside. Gym's closed. You can't Gym's drive. Gym's closed. Can't drive. Your there's iPad's a sn- you're in actually, the office. Yeah. You left your iPad here. There's yeah. actually a snowstorm. Okay. And you cannot leave your house. Yeah. And all you've got is your phone and Spotify or Apple Music or whatever is yeah. your preference. <laughs> what are you putting on? So there's a song. I wrote this down. There's a song called Schoolboy Q called Blessed. Okay. And I remember listening. This is one of those songs that I've like listened to like over the years because like the few of the lyrics, like I mean, if you really want, like anyone can go listen to it. But mm. like it's got a few lyrics where it's like talking about like things could be worse and kind of just like okay. keep moving on and stuff. And there's deeper meaning to the song. And I think for me, I was lucky. And this was just like a random occurrence that happened. Like Schoolbook is like a you know world famous rapper and all this kind of jazz. He's a golfer, so I actually I played, oh, cool. I played golf with him one Did day. You? Yeah. Oh wow! So what one a of those, kind of famous. Yeah. That's sick. So it was one of these weird like friend of a friend of a friend. Then yeah. tied back to like our little crew going and playing golf with Schoolboy Q for the day. That is so cool. Yeah. So like That's again, awesome. one of the, probably like the coolest days I've ever had. And yeah, I didn't get to say to him like this song meant a lot, but I think it's more now that like in hindsight, it's like I met this guy, played golf with him, and again, that's like four hours with someone. So it's yeah. not like you're just saying what's happening. You up actually and, got to know yeah. him. Yeah. So yeah. I, I spoke to him quite a bit, and it was like he was weirdly open to me being like this random white kid that's just <laughs> taking him to a golf course. Yeah. And even though, I mean, the day's hilarious because like we, we took him to golf, we played golf, we had lunch in the clubhouse, drove him back to his hotel. And then he was then FaceTiming one of his other friends, is Max O'Cream, who's like another rapper. Oh my god! And my friend was driving Nick, and he he kind of panicked, and he's like, "Dude, like, so actually to reframe this, so we stopped at a service station, right? So he went to get some snacks. Yeah. And he came back, and Nick was like, "Bro, please put something cool on the radio. Like, please put a cool <laughs> song on. Like, I'm tripping. He's like, Make I'm so nervous cool. driving. So I was like, fuck. So I, like, I quickly put this song on that I knew he was on the album, and then. Q gets back in and stuff, and then we're like driving along, and he's like, he's like, oh, you know, you know this song, you know this song, and he's like, ah, oh, Taylor, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna FaceTime Maxa. So he's like, oh then FaceTiming Maxa, being like, and he said something hilarious, like, I'm with the white boys from golf, <laughs> and I'm in the back, like, I mean, this is like middle of winter, so I'm like pale as hell, and I'm like, I'm the white guy, like, this <laughs> it's is me. Sick. Yeah, I'm putting on this music. Yeah, so like oh, a roundabout so answer, good. but I think that's like I go back to that song, and then yeah. it's one of those songs if you listen on YouTube and go and read the comments, and it's like all these deep and like meaningful comments of people being like, you know, I was in a really shitty spot. I listened to this song or like this happened and then I put this song on which to them must be bizarre to go back and listen to it it's probably the same if you've ever done a podcast and mm. you get comments and stuff and it's you know like even the DMs I've gotten recently about kids wanting to intern and stuff I'm like this is quite bizarre but like yeah. hell yeah like I'll bring them all in if I can <laughs> we're just gonna have a million interns yeah. in here <laughs> oh that's such a really cool story I love that part of this question is that everyone I talk to and ask about a song there's absolutely always a story yeah like there's always a story behind it even if it is oh, i just i like it because of this this is whatever like that is such a cool story yeah it I was pretty that. funny because we um i mean like the back end of the story was then like we went to his show because he was playing at listen out in oh, st kilda so we did were you get freebies yeah so like, we were on oh, stage we were kind of on stage with him to the side oh my like, god having, like, you were like in his crew yeah that's but, so cool but then it was like this funny thing where like he finished the show and like obviously jumps back in the sprinter and we got to get in the car and he was like Nah, boys. Don't. Like, <laughs> Our time is done. Like, it was almost like like you've had your day. Like yeah. you've had fun. We've like I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave. Yeah. Oh my god, that's yeah. so good. That's he sounds like a fucking really good guy though. At least yeah, yeah. that's Just that's get him awesome. More greens somehow or another. Oh, seriously? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you need to uh, tee up another day with him. I mean, Schoolboy Q, if you're if you're listening. <laughs> Please play golf with me again. <laughs> Please play golf with Sean again. Come on, tee it up. We can talk oh, about golf. Yeah, and if anyone uh, 
is a golf enthusiast listening and wants to tune in to tee it up or if you're a I don't know why there'd be professional golfers listening to this podcast I'm like yes you never uh, know come on to be honest up. professional golfers need mental health help because well, it is probably one of those sports that truly needs yeah psychologists <laughs> well come and uh, come and hang out and then go and tee it up that sounds good we're just networking all over the place I love Perfect. that um, thank you so much you're thank welcome. you thanks for coming on thanks for making that really comfortable too I think that was oh yeah. you're welcome I'm, I hope that you feel comfortable I know you know that's like probably the biggest thing is I'm always like I don't ever want to make anyone feel like nervous about being here yeah. and obviously there's some natural nerves like being I mean you're always in this room so you're yeah. like probably a bit more chill but um yeah like that's that's really nice to hear because I, I definitely don't ever want to make anyone feel like yeah. nervous about talking about this kind of stuff and obviously it is like a sensitive topic and being a bit more vulnerable and for stuff. sure super important and I think it's really cool that we've been able to sit down and have a chat thank you for coming to work early as well <laughs> no, uh, just uh yeah I want to reiterate that it's um yeah. no I do I, I love I feel like it's almost like a prerequisite of being a part of producing yeah, now yeah. that I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, you I, was, got I, was, I was just waiting for my Coming turn. on the pod. I know yeah. Moffy was like so enthusiastic about it last week, so he'll definitely be on as well. But I'm um, keen to listen to that. Yeah. Moff, the, Moff the superstar. Yes, we love that guy. Um, no, but I do really appreciate the support. Like I think it's, it's awesome that people are so willing to just come on and have a chat with me and hang out. And yeah, I do really appreciate it. So thank you. No, thank you. No stress. Bye. Bye. Hey team. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It would be a huge help for me and the health classes you missed. If you could like, follow or subscribe wherever you are listening. And of course, if you want to keep learning and stay up to date with me, make sure you come and follow me at the health classes you missed on Instagram or THCYM and how's your head on TikTok. I've actually got two TikTok accounts now. So make sure you follow both of those to get all of that content. Thanks guys. See you later.